justice for the blind. Just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from. All right, good morning, guys. It is Friday morning. Thank the Lord, the week is over. Uh, we are off to the weekend. Uh, well, one more day of work. Don't start early, even though I may have a little drinky drink or a little early, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, so it's Friday morning. Last night we played the Knicks. Uh, nothing like playing the Knicks to to right the ship a little bit. Um, the Knicks are not a good team, as we have uh, eloquated so frequently on this podcast. Uh, but, you know, we did that also with the Cavaliers who beat us two nights ago, who I will never forget. That is a stain and a scar on my heart. Uh, where there should be love, there is none. It is now an icebox, uh, as my man Omarion saying 10, 12 years ago, whenever that was. Was it even Omarion? I, I don't I don't even know. I didn't like that song. Um, anyway, so we beat the Knicks. Um, you know, good, good win. It, it, you know, they, they did make it. They, they kept making it somewhat interesting. But for the most part, it was like a nine-point game the entirety of the game. Um you know, we, we beat them somewhat handily, which is exactly what we should be able to do. All right. No one's expecting us to blow off, blow out bad teams. We're missing Ben and Joe. But to handle business at the very least is what we are expecting these guys to do that are making this money. Uh, and and listen, the guys who are making the money showed up big, you know, so there's going to be some positivity here today for a change, uh, a little a little positivity. You know, there's going to be negativity, too. Don't you worry. (laughs) Don't you worry. But there's going to be some positivity here. So um, let's start with Toby. Toby showed up big time, 14 to 21, three to six from three. Um, This probably his best game, arguably his best game as a sixer, um, 34, seven and seven. Only one turnover, had one steal, one block. Was really showing a lot of effort on defense. It's like he either heard my podcast or he just heard the rumblings. Now, he said he doesn't listen to he doesn't pay attention at all to social media and whatnot and, and for most athletes I think that's not true but for him I actually get a weird feeling that that might be the case that I, I don't think he really does spend a lot of time um maybe he's just self-aware enough to to know that he needed to step up you know what I mean maybe that's just the case uh where he needed to step up so we'll start with the good first right so so he steps up big time yesterday honestly he steps up big time they have a lot of defenders they have 32 power forwards on their roster that they can throw at Toby to guard him. Uh, and none of them could really do an ample job. Honestly, none of them could do an ample job. Now, Toby couldn't guard Julius Randle. Julius Randle's a load, honestly. And he's he has, uh, if I'm not mistaken, has lit us up in the past. Uh, I might be making that up, but but I, I faintly remember him giving us issues in the past before. Uh, maybe some sort of revenge for us not drafting him when we drafted um, Embiid as if there was ever a comparison. But um, you know, so he, he, you know, whatever, he, he had a really good game. Him and Toby were trading baskets for a while, but it ultimately didn't matter. Toby was just playing excellent defense, was all over, all over the court, finished with a minus six, uh, which is weird. He was better than that. At least, uh, the eye test told us he was better than that. Um, but so, you know, Hey, Toby, uh, this butt is for you, my friend, clap it up for you, my friend, clap it, clap it, clap it up. Uh, I'm glad you played a good, uh, you had a good game for one night at least, You've earned that contract, and that, I don't, well, that's not completely fair because he's had other nights where he's earned his contract. But let's not forget the game against the Clippers. I mean, he wasn't—he came out big against the Clippers. So, um, so you know, he earned his contract last night. I saw somebody on Twitter say um, <clears throat> that uh, that you you know when you have two superstars, you overpay for other for other like high level players, and that's partly true. Although 
Uh, I would argue that the three superstar system in the NBA doesn't work unless your three superstars are KD and Steph with Clay as your third or LeBron and D-Wade as Chris Bosh as your third. Like those are all three of the top 10 guys, three of the top 15 guys. Toby is not a top 15 guy. So, um, you know, so in this case, it doesn't work. I'd rather see two superstars and a litany of really good role players. Uh, but that, that I digress. So if you're doing that, sure, you, you do overpay for Toby. Um, so Toby played great. Uh, thank you very much for that. We needed that that win. Uh, we needed it. Horford, uh, I've been digging dirt. I've been pouring dirt all over your grave pretty much all year. Uh, you had a big game. This isn't his best game. I think he scored 30 earlier this year without Joe in the lineup, uh, but played well, four for four from three, uh, which is a little concerning, honestly. Let's just be real. He finished five for 10 total uh, and four for four for three. So that means he went one from six, one for six from everywhere else on the court. Um, and that's that's a little concerning. <laughs> that's a little concerning. You know what I mean? He's just turning into a spot of three-point shooter, but whatever. Finished, had a good game. 15, uh, 15, 9, and 7. Almost had a triple-double. Uh, one steal, one block, was active. Finished a plus 12, only one foul. Uh, you know, he played well. He, he, he played well, so no complaints there. Really, um, Josh steadied us, but Shake, uh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Toby really brought us out the gate, uh, but then Shake really steadied the ship. Uh, shake is my, that's the, to me, if someone's ringing the bell it's shake, all right, shake went five for five from three. Now I'm not expecting that every night. Um, but I'll tell you this, when I watch shake, when, when Furkan went off two weeks ago, those two back-to-back games, I distinctly remember it being like, yeah, yeah this is not going to happen ever again. You know what I mean? He's not going to do this constantly. And obviously he comes crashing back down to earth. Um, but you know, when I watch Shake, I get a different feeling. I just think Shake's better. You know what I mean? I just think Shake is a better basketball player. Um, I think Shake has has made his case in the starting lineup, and it's it's very clear. And now we're going to get into a little negative here. But but first, before we do that, so Shake finishes with 19, 5 for 5 from 3. That's not going to happen all the time. Four assists, uh, three rebounds, one turnover. Was steady with the ball. You know what I mean? That Which is the thing that helped. He had two blocks, one steal. He was... He played really, really well. Honestly, Shake played really well. Matisse played played pretty good. Matisse has showed a really there's the, the weirdest thing about Matisse. Like sometimes when I watch him, he he carries himself on the court as if all he is is a three and D guy, but he then does things that I'm like, man, you know, he 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 makes a couple good passes, a couple pass fakes, and. No looks. He does, he does a lot of different things. And you're like, man, this guy's skill set is is really untapped. Like, there's a lot of untapped potential there. It's, it's and showed a really shows a really high level ability of, to finish. He finished with his left on one layup. He dunks just straight up on another uh, fast break. I mean, he just shows a lot of different things. He there's untapped potential. The, the right coaching staff, whether it's this one, whether it's another one, can really really tap into that. Um, you know, the, the obvious comparison is to compare him to Cove, but I think he's a better on-ball defender than Cove ever was. Uh, and also, he's a better finisher than Cove. You know what I mean? Than Cove was. He just is. You know what I mean? Cove was a, an abysmal finisher. I mean, we've seen Cove brick layups like, I, I don't even know. Like, he's like he's like he's tossing mortar bombs in World War II or something. I, I, I don't know. So, um, Matisse has shown a job, to, a better ability to finish, a better knack for finishing uh, at the rim. And 
And, I, you know, just something to keep an eye on. I, I don't know. You know, it just seems like there's some flashes of something in there more than just a three-point shooter that we should be really paying attention to. Uh, Furkan played well yesterday coming off the bench. Uh, well, played okay yesterday coming off the bench. He played like a, a bench player. Uh, Alec Burks, uh, you know, uh, d- again, doing too much. No surprise there. Finished two for ten. Uh, light green. Uh, you know, la- la- ran, ran multiple green lights, report said, on the way home. Uh, I mean, m- multiple red lights. On the way home, nothing surprised there. Uh, Mike Scott played okay. You know, was actually had the best plus minus on the team. Finished with a plus seventeen. Um, and, and listen, I like Mike. You, the Mike's. It's a shame because his his three point shot really has abandoned him. His just offense generally has abandoned him. Um, but you know, he just does so many things. You know, what I mean, it's a shame that we really can't get more minutes for him. I, I understand why we can't. Uh, but it's a shame. You know what I mean? If he if he could just find any semblance of that three-point stroke back, he would be a welcomed guy in the lineup. You just he just plays hard. He has hard picking up full quarter. He's a power forward slash he's a tweener and he picking up full quarter. Like he just has heart. Uh it's a shame that that his shot really abandoned him. Kyle Quinn had an, another nice night. You know what I mean? Not not a whole lot scoring-wise, but you know, made a couple good passes, a couple good reads, um, finished with 10 rebounds, just you know, did a lot of things. Uh, but it's like Al Horford heard that I said that that Kyle O'Quinn was better than him and Horford showed up big time. So, um, you know, I, I, for one night, Al Horford has staved off the obituary, um, but that's just one night. So uh, back to shake. So the, the oh, Glenn Robinson. OK, Glenn. Glenn finished two for six, four points, three rebounds, whatever. He had a, a nice. uh uh, no, he, whatever. He didn't really do a whole lot. He, he didn't do a whole lot. He played okay defense, uh, finished with a plus six, um, before the game comments coming from Glenn Robinson, uh, which you'll notice on my notes, I, I said, uh, GR the third or GRRM. So for those of you who are not in the know, uh, GRRM stands for George R. R. Martin, which is the writer of, uh, the books, that influenced the series, uh, Game of Thrones, right? And the ending of Game of Thrones was so fucking pathetic and was was such a whimper and limping to the end that that, to me, is going to represent Glenn Robinson III's tenure here as a Philadelphia 76er because... So he comes out, and, and now some of this... Listen, not all this is his fault. The problem is you're a role player. And what he's saying... He he says that he, he that his role wasn't clearly defined when he got here. Okay, um, now to back him up, right? To, to pros and cons. Pros, uh, you know what? You know who else has said that? Literally all of our starters almost. Uh, Toby said that last year at different times. At one point in July, said he felt like he was underutilized in in his role on this team. Joel said this year that he's unsure when he's going to get the ball in certain offensive sets. Al said this year that he felt like he's not being used correctly. Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know what, Glenn, there may be some truth to what you're saying uh, about some confusion towards the, uh, the coaching staff. Uh, now Brett said that, you know, that's not true. They outline what they believe their roles are going to be, yada, yada, yada. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. Who knows? The thing is with Glenn is Glenn wants to get paid, understandably. Um, and he's now depressed because he left a situation where he was playing 35 minutes a game or what, what have you and was having a career year on one of the worst teams in the NBA, on the lottery-leading Golden State Warriors, right? So now he's on a team with playoff aspirations and is having trouble getting minutes. Yeah, well, Glenn, uh, understand that the wheat separates itself from the chaff, right? And you, even though I don't know which one is the good and the bad, 
you, my friend, are not the good. All right. So cool out. You haven't been really that productive your entire career. You or Alec Burks. Let's just be honest. All right. You played well for the Warriors. And this was kind of why when the trade happened, I didn't really have a uh, reaction to it. I was just like, oh, so more bench fodder. Because that's what that is. That's what they are. You know what I mean? These guys haven't done anything in their careers. They they really haven't. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, we gave second round picks to the Warriors. And one of their second round picks is Raymond Green, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. So they, they're, they're going to use their second round picks. They also drafted Kevin Looney in the second round, who's been like a very serviceable center for them. Yeah, they're going to use their second round picks for like to, to get guys. They took two bad players, made them look good, and then they hustled them onto us, who now these guys are trash here. Yeah, well, they've been not good their whole careers. You know what I mean? Let's just be honest. They were having one good year, all right? They were having one good season. So, uh, yeah, Glenn, I'm sorry. Sorry you're not going to make the money you wanted to make. It, it really, that, 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 that is a shame. That part is a shame, you know, because I don't, I don't ever. You're never going to hear me watch anybody's pockets or judge anyone. Forgetting their money, uh, but on, on, obviously on the team I love, I'm gonna say, hey man, you know the money we gave you, you're not earning it. You know what I mean? That's that's as far as I'm gonna go. But go get your money, right? Go get your money. And it's a shame, Glenn. You're not gonna get your money uh, that you thought you deserved. Mate, listen, the Knicks will pay you. Don't don't you worry. The Knicks will uh, the, the Knicks will pay whatever. You know what I mean? To have you, I'm sure they will. They'll, they'll, they'll don't you worry. They'll flash a contract in your face. I'm sure. Um, even though I think you were on the Knicks before, I, I can't even remember you've been on so many teams. Um, but anyway, so that's how he feels. Well, Glenn be better defensively, even though I think he's been doing okay defensively, but it could still, there's room for improvement there. Be better defensively, find your three point stroke. I'm sure you can find time on the bench, but along those lines, shake who's been playing super well, obviously over the last few weeks. Uh, what concerns me is how come we didn't know shake was this good. Now, when Shake played earlier this year, I remember thinking, man, Shake looks good. Shake looks better than Neto and Trey Burke at certain times. But then, you know, Brett kept doing this thing where he would just, oh, Trey, you played well today. Well, let's try Raul tomorrow. Uh, Raul, you played well today. Let's play Shake a little bit. You know what I mean? So I don't exactly know. But don't you see in practice, like, man, Shake seems like a cut above the rest of these guys. How, how don't you know that? Man, his three-point shot is really reliable. How don't you know that he can handle the ball? He finishes at the rim consistently. How couldn't you see that? That now you forced the front office to make this trade for these other two guys who now are going to, their, their minutes are going to suffer. Their minutes are going to suffer. See, it was going to be hard no matter what to find minutes because I don't really know whose minutes uh, these guys are going to take when when everyone's healthy. Right, because in a playoff series, you're only going to go eight deep. So if you're eight, let's say your eight is Ben, Josh, Toby, uh, Al, and Joe. Okay, and then you got let's say Furkan. Uh, Matisse is going to see some playoff minutes. Uh, I understand he's not going to see a lot of playoff minutes. Uh, so then, were, was it going to be those two guys that were going to see playoff minutes after that? Was that always was that the case? Was that the what you were planning on doing? Um, cause now shake is going to see those playoff minutes. So who else? So now who gets those minutes? You're going to play nine guys in the playoffs. That's not typically what teams do. So, um, I don't know. It's, you know, that's a, that's a, another L on our part right there. Just not seeing that shake, like seem to have some, something to him, you know, shake has something to him. 
Um, there's like a steadiness with Shake that that we don't see with a lot of the guys. He just doesn't seem, like I said yesterday, doesn't seem really to care where he's playing, whether he's away or home. He's one of our steadier guys. He just seems to be fine out there. Now, look, it's early. It could fall apart. You know what I mean? It could fall apart, but I don't think it will. When I watch Shake, I see someone that I trust with the ball, that I like trust handling the ball. And I would like to see him play with Ben. If he's going to shoot this way, especially him in the lineup with Ben and Joe is 100% necessary. You know what I mean? And he can handle the ball sometimes. Josh can handle the ball sometimes. Ben can handle the ball the majority of the times. And let's run with it. Um, So, you know, I don't know. I I like what I see from Shake. Plays, man, just really tries his ass off on defense, too, honestly. And plays good defense. Like, would fit right in. Uh, would really fit right in. And we could go to back to a traditional lineup more. You know what I mean? Having a traditional one, a traditional two, and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, Shake played well. Uh, it's just concerning that, for whatever reason, the coaching staff couldn't seem to see that. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, for, for one night at least, uh, you can you – can, um, we can, we can uh, save the gravestone. We don't have to get the gravestone out on the plot yet. Um, but with that said, I mean, there are a couple things that, that I did notice yesterday. Um, one of the things, uh, one, one, at one point, RJ Barrett, um, rocked the baby on Josh cause he laid it up over him. They were down 10 and I was like, yeah, this is, this is pretty appropriate for the Knicks right here. This is the Knicks. The high point of the Knicks season is RJ Barrett making a contested layup on Josh hair on, on, um, on Josh Richardson and then rocking the baby. Cause that makes sense. I mean, RJ, I, I'm not. I like RJ, but I'm not really super impressed with him. Not in the NBA, at least. I haven't really seen enough from him to be uh, enough out of him to really be that impressed. You know what I mean? The, the Knicks are like abysmal as shit. Um, but you know, whatever, RJ. I guess if that like floats your boat, um, then so be it. One thing that 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 concerns me though, and this is like a thing that really is really bothering me. So you've heard me mention on previous podcasts, especially yesterday, leadership. Um, where is it coming from? And I noticed, I think it was, I noticed it late. I don't know why I noticed it so late, but I think it was like the second or third quarter. And I like, I, I, I like messaged my friend, Hey, uh, is it me or is Joe and Ben not there? Are they not at the game? And this is a trend. Uh, this is a new trend because, uh, listen, uh, Steph has been at every single Warriors game this year with his broken fucking hand cheering like a fool on the sidelines, him and him and clay. Every game, Clay looking high as a kite, Steph being goofy as hell, cheering for this team that that is the worst team in the NBA. They cheer for them. You know what I mean? The other night, you saw the other night, they're in the mix. When Russ is talking shit, they're sitting right there looking at Russ, knowing how, yeah, Russ, talk your shit. Because if we're healthy, we're going to wash you as we wash you every year. Right? Where is Ben and Joe? Where are they? Why aren't they on our sideline? I'm usually not one to really care about these things. You know, I think certain things are overrated. So, like, I don't want to get too uh, about it. But it's concerning. Because, again, when we're talking about leadership, these aren't role players. This is Ben and Joe. This, these are not role players. We saw Josh at every game when he was injured. In the mix. In the coach's huddle. Cheering his teammates on. You see him every game there. When he's injured or healthy. You don't matter. Last year with Jimmy, this year with Jimmy. You see him at every single game. KD is not going to play the rest of the game. He came in this year knowing he wasn't going to play all season. And where is he? In the coach's huddle, standing up, cheering his teammates. He's not even going to play this year. 
Everyone, every single person, everyone and their mother knew last year, even if you didn't watch basketball, if you didn't even know English, you knew KD wasn't playing this year. But he's at the, he's there at the game. Ben and Joe, where are you? Where are you? How come you're not there coaching our team? How come you're not there bigging our team up when they're doing good, shitting on them when they're doing bad? Where are you guys? That shit concerns me. That concerns me. From a leadership perspective, that concerns me, man. You haven't done anything. You haven't earned to not just be there. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm making too big of a deal out of it. it. It's possible. I make a big deal out of everything. You know what I mean? I am one to ten. Now I'm zero to ten. I'm either don't care enough about something or I care too much about something. And right now I care too much about this because it's concerning to me. I need my superstar players to be there. Personally. I need them to be there. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? Whatever. So we won, we win the game. Um, that was a nice win, I guess. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Um, we have a couple days off, uh, I, I believe, until... Let's take a look at the schedule real quick. Uh, one thing, too. Uh, so, so also more information came out on Joe's injury. Apparently was a shoulder sprain. Uh, and will be reevaluated in a week. That means he's going to miss, which, you know, b- by what we see here, um, he's going to essentially miss the next week. Uh, he'll be, he'll, he'll, he'll miss the week. He'll be reevaluated in a week. Um, so he's going to miss the game against the Pacers, miss the game against the Clippers um, that are on the road, which uh, obviously our road, uh, you know, we're, we're trash on the road. So that's concerning. Um, we're going to lose those games probably. You can pretty much just guarantee that. Um, additionally, uh, Joe uh, Ben is going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Uh, and that's concerning. Uh, so I would expect if, if Ben plays again this year, um, we are not going to see him. So in two weeks, it'll be middle March. We probably, I won't be surprised if we don't see him until like beginning of April, end of March if we don't see him again before the playoffs start. Um, so he won't be here for the stretch. You know what I mean? Right now we're tied with the heat in the standings um, uh, in terms of uh, win percentage, <clears throat> even though we're one, we, we play two more games. We have one more game in the win column, one more game in the loss column than them. Um, so we're tied with them right now in the standings. Uh, they're in a bit of a free fall. So, you know, we could we can get them, except that we're on a road trip right now. So it's not looking great. We play the Clippers on Sunday. Uh, that's an early game uh, on ABC. That's going to be, I mean, listen, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be super negative, but we're going to, I would not be surprised if we get run off the court that game, early game, West coast. Uh, we better be in LA right now. That's the only thing I'll say. Uh, hopefully we're in LA already. You know what I mean? Hopefully they flew out to LA last night. Uh, get your partying out the way because Sunday games, Sunday games uh, as a better, somebody who likes to bet. When you see a team going west, Coast, going traveling, right? If you see a team traveling for an early game to New York, to Houston, to Atlanta, to LA, to Miami, Toronto, uh, that's one ones I can think of off the top of my head, right? If you see a team traveling to those games to play an early game, bet, bet against them because they're gonna fucking lose. <laughs> they're gonna lose. Um, so yeah, we play Clippers, uh, that is Sunday afternoon, then late game on Tuesday night against the Lakers. Uh, 
And that's going to be rough there. Then we play the Kings on Thursday night at 10 p.m. The Kings are in a weird flux situation there. Not exactly sure what's going on with the Kings, but they're also chasing the AFC. So that's going to be a rough game. Um, Then Golden State Warriors next Saturday. Uh, We should win that game, hopefully. You know, maybe it's the uh, Alec Burks revenge game. Probably not. Uh, and then we're back home finally Wednesday against Detroit. So I, I would guess we'll see Joe back home because he's probably not going to leave Philadelphia if, if we're being honest, right? If we're being honest, Ben and Joe probably aren't going to leave Philly, which, which really fucking breaks my heart. That like really makes me sad. You know what I mean? They're probably not going to leave Philly. They're probably not going to go on this West coast trip. They're going to leave these dudes out there on their own. You know what I mean? And we've seen them on the road. We've seen how pathetic they can be. Maybe they'll rally. You know, maybe they'll 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 galvanize around the fact that their two best players aren't there. And on the road, they'll try to get steady. We'll see. I'm sure Shake will be steady. Hopefully, you know, what I mean, hopefully Shake continues this uh, so far. Every time I speak ill or speak well of someone, they come out and contradict me the next night. So um, so we'll see. You know, one, one thing I do also want to point out, too. So. So, yeah. So I'm sure we'll see Joe probably back for, against the Pistons. Uh, and one thing that I noticed last night, too, this is a little bit left field, but um, you can really feel how we feel about this team by watching the game. If you just watched the game last night, the energy in the building is just sucked out of the room. Some of that is because Ben and Joe aren't there. But that really says a lot because when they see this comes back to guys not being on the bench, like there's something about it, man. Like Warriors fans, when Steph and Clay would miss games and they would still cheer for their fans like they would be their loudest shit, raucous in there because they you know, when you see the big picture, you just know what it is. Right. And you're just like, yeah, no, this is fine. They can miss games. You know, we're going to cheer for them regardless. Same thing with like Spurs fans. But like for us, man, it's just like, man, we, we just we're just it's just it, it's like. You, you just hear the tension. You hear it. Ready to boo. One, <laughs> booed Al as soon as he missed that one layup. <laughs> that was classic. Classic Al. Classic 76er Al Horford missing that layup. Um, but you immediately booed him for that, even though he went four for four from three. Um, and But, you know, they you could just see it. You can hear the fans, man. They're ready. They are ready. They're, they're like, they're angry. They're fed up. They're exhausted by this team. You can you can just tell. You know what I mean? You can just tell in the building. Like, it, it's just the excitement, the energy is missing. Because we're unsure. Because the team is unsure. Because we're unsure. The coaching staff is unsure. What we get back from the the from this ownership, when we get any type of health stuff back, is fucking unsure. Everyone has to be reevaluated. Somebody could stub their toe. They got to be reevaluated in a week. Who under... You know what I mean? We got the worst training staff in America. Don't send anybody. Do not send anybody. We got the coronavirus out here in America right now. Let me tell you something. The CDC needs to send somebody down to Wells Fargo immediately because the amount of uh, digestive issues that we've seen over the last uh, uh, two years, digestive issues and or respiratory uh, discomfort issues, these guys are going to die. They're going to fucking die. Our boys are in danger. Somebody needs to send the CDC down here immediately to save us from this this training staff because these the 76ers are in danger. Team, this team is in danger. I'll tell you, they are in danger. <sighs> anyway, good win. Let's just end it there, right? Let's end it on a positive note. It's Friday, guys. Let's smile. 
Let's go out there. Let's have a drinky drink. Huh? Let's, let's get some good company. Let's enjoy the weekend. The weather is getting better, although the world might be ending. But let's be positive about the weather The weather getting a little better right now. Right? Let's do that instead. Uh, so enjoy your weekend, everybody. Uh, see you Monday, bright and early. Listen, who, who knows how Sunday goes. Depending how Sunday goes, how we look, there may be a podcast late Sunday. Um, we'll see. You know what I mean? Or maybe I'll go live or something. I should do something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. But otherwise, it's been real. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, talk to you Monday. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You-